Hi guys, I'm Autumn Nimmo. The Powered by Her community is so much more than a podcast. We have monthly lunches full of encouragement and inspiration, quarterly events focused on celebrating women in our community and sharpening our entrepreneurial skills. In early 2022, we are launching our very first annual women's business conference. We will be bringing in some amazing guest speakers and offering some breakout sessions that help us improve our businesses. We want you to partner up with us and join the community. The best way to do that is to head to join.poweredbyhercommunity.com and become a supporter of the community. You can support us for as little as $1 per month, but if you jump in at a higher level, there are extra opportunities and experiences you will get. Take a minute right now and head over to join.poweredbyhercommunity.com. Now, Tiffany is going to interview another smart, strong, entrepreneurial woman in our community. Thanks for being a part of what we are doing to bring inspiration and community to professional women. I'm Tiffany Anton. Welcome to Powered by Her. Today I have Mandy Perhey, CEO of the Putnam County Family YMCA. Thanks hey. for being here, Mandy. I'm so excited to be here, Tiffany. I am so excited that you're part of the Powered by Her community and just I've loved having you at lunches and you've just been a longtime supporter. Well, you know, what a great group of women to join. I yeah. mean, you know, I'm just excited to be here and be a part of it. Well, and so I kind of love your story because you did not set out to be, you never thought you were going to be a CEO. That was not kind of your thing. And so take me back to 10-year-old Mandy. What what were, was your vision? I mean, 10-year-old Mandy was pretty bossy. So she probably thought she was going to be a CEO. I just want to boss people around. Exactly. Yes. Um, my brother would probably for sure say that was true. But I immediately in grade school knew, or yeah, grade school, middle school, knew that I loved math. And I knew I wanted to do something in accounting. Yeah. And so never changed that focus. Graduated from Tennessee Tech, you know, with an accounting degree. Went to work for the state of Tennessee for four and a half years. And not my favorite job. Um, Did you move out of Cookville area? No, I've okay. always lived in this area. Yeah. Grew up in Jackson County. So I'm um, hometown girl, but lived in Cookville since college. So. Yeah. And yeah. so you started working in... in uh, a county and then and did you take time off when the, the kids were born is that kind of where the so I took time off when my second was born um for about seven months I stayed home and I had taught group fitness um jazzercise for those that remember <laughs> did you have like the band the sweatband um, only if we did the 80s day okay. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out the leg warmers and everything um so I knew I kind of liked fitness and one of two of my girlfriends actually worked for the YMCA part-time and they're like hey come work with us and, and our YMCA here the local yeah, YMCA at the yeah. YMCA I'm okay. here in Kitville. So I started on the wellness floor and was a wellness attendant and coach and worked my way up and became executive director. And, I, and, and at that time, you were still, the YMCA, there's two ways that YMCAs work. Yes. Is that some of them are affiliated with like almost a parent company. Is that kind of... So you can be, so we're an association, but the YMCA of Middle Tennessee is also an association. So it can be a one branch association or mm -hmm. it can be a 20 branch association. Got it. Okay. And so we were a part of the YMCA of Middle Tennessee. And then in 2014, we stepped out on our own. And how did you even get to the executive director position there? I mean, were oh, you wow. just kind of <laughs> there for so long that they're like, well, we might as well, you know. Give her an office. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Or a closet, you know. Um, so I started as a wellness coach, and they heard I had a degree in accounting, and they needed HR and business management, kind of. So I stepped into that role. And then from there, my first full-time role with the Y was actually aquatics director. Oh, wow. And did not know that I loved aquatics, but have a huge heart for aquatics and teaching kids to swim and keeping everyone safe. And so from aquatics director, I went to membership and aquatics. And from that, I went to ops direct. And then from there, I went to executive director. 
sister. Got it. Yeah. So you just kind of wanted to try all the positions first, make <laughs> yeah. sure that the shoes really fit when you got mm -hmm. into the right place. Yes. Um, and so when, when in 2014, when there was going to be a split, were you nervous to take into, because an executive director, you still answer to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and a CEO is not necessarily answering to somebody else. <laughs> Yes, I was definitely scared. Um, I had been had a great mentor, Mike Halbron, for the year before we went out on our own, who really taught me how to be a CEO and how to step in and lead and also think for the future and be strategic. Because when you're an executive director, you still have accounting, you still have legal, you still have HR. That's all, you know, up at the metro office. Yeah. So when you become a CEO in a one-branch association, that's all on you and your staff now yeah. you know there's no support outside of that so it's just me and my my dream team over there at the YMCA ruling the world well and I think sometimes people don't think of a workout place as a, a a place that has a CEO that's a business that's running that you know there are metrics that they have to meet there is a budget there is things that go into it they just think well it's just you know it's just my gym when it's funny because I think a lot of people think of the wise just our gym and swim. You know, it's yeah. where you go here in Cookville. It's where your kids take swim lessons. But it's really a lot more than that. You know, we really do a lot of outreach in our community. We've done the Learn to Swim program for almost 30 years now. Oh, my gosh. So over 20,000 kids have learned to swim through the YMCA Learn wow. to Swim program. And so what a great thing that we do in our community. And, then and, we, and that, I mean, and that is, think of, I mean, the impact of that is that you probably have saved some kids from dangerous situations. I mean, I, I hate to put it in such yes. dark terms, <laughs> but, but I'm sure that that's probably part of it. I said, that's one of the things that we'll never know our true impact. Yeah. And, you know, it's my hope that every kid who leaves, you know, who grows up has the confidence in the water, but also just the skills that they need to survive. Yeah. And it's very, very important. Well, and that's, I was just telling a friend the other day, I said they break them up into levels. And so mm -hmm. even if you have no pre prior water experience or, you know, a decent amount of swim experience you guys kind of um touch all the realms of that oh yeah we've had we have one little boy who was terrified to even put his toes in the water yeah and so like it took three lessons with me and him one-on-one -on -one just to get him to get in the water yeah and then by the end of it you know he had his life jacket on and was jumping in the deep end and you know came back for swim lessons and just loves it so tell me about how that how it's been it's 2014 so the last seven years kind of stepping into that CEO role especially over the last year you know I, I, about a year ago I mean or a year and a half ago gyms were shut down mm -hmm. um, you know when you had a, a bigger association it's like okay well we don't have to worry I, the weight's not on my shoulders <laughs> that probably would have been nice <laughs> last year. Yes. Um, but gosh, how how was that for you? You know, it's when we went out on our own, there's always the struggle. Will we make budget? Will we make money? Will we be able to provide, you know, the, the services that we've been given this community for over 30 years? And when the pandemic happened, I'll never forget the email that we sent out in the Facebook post we made. Like I left that day in just absolute tears and broken. And my team and I were just like, what do we do? You know, this this isn't happening. Because, you know, the governor was getting ready to shut us down. We had kind of had a heads up about that. So we shut down a few days beforehand. And it was like, I never thought it would be a pandemic that shut the Y down. And we didn't know when we'd reopen. But we, it was funny, we didn't talk to each other. We all showed up the next morning by 7 a.m. Yeah. And we're like, we don't know what to do other than work. Yeah. And so we showed up. We started making improvements to the building, painting, cleaning, you name it. We were we were working while, while the doors were closed. 
And then about two weeks in on April the 1st, we realized that there was a huge need. The governor had reached out to the Wise and said, can you provide childcare? Because there was no childcare places yeah. open as well. And essential employees needed to be able to get to work, but without childcare, what were they gonna do? So we opened on April 7th for childcare and it was such a blessing. Like those kids brought such a light into the Y at such a dark time. And so we opened that up and it was our saving grace. We had a contract with the state of Tennessee, so we were able to still earn money with the door shut and the PPP loan. I mean, goodness, so thankful for that. That helped keep our people paid while we were shut down. Well, and you guys pivoted and you tried to be innovative. And so you did some checkout equipment we that did. people could do and they yes. could check out, um, you know, for a certain amount of time and do workouts at home and, and bring the equipment back and kind of rotate through what they were taking home. <laughs> yes, the fit kits. Yeah. And, you know, everybody loved those. And some of our instructors were so great and come in and video. That way our mm -hmm. members got to see the faces that they're used to seeing every day in class. And yeah. So we really tried to work hard to make sure that people kept their fitness on ta on point and then also provide that essential child care. Well, and, and obviously I am a female, I am a mother, and, and my experience with the YMCA is, is from that aspect. Um, and there's such a good community of, and so, uh, of moms. And mm -hmm. I think that that's probably what so, the impact, that impact is just so great in this community. It, yeah, it really is. And that's how I started. Like I came to the Y as a first time mom, you know, my daughter, I think was around a year old when we joined and I was just like, I just need something. And so it was amazing to kind of get to be there and, and feel that community and then see it every day now. When I first moved here, um, my daughter was born two months after we moved here. And um, somebody said, you got to go to the YMCA. We, our first day, she was six weeks old. That was the, the we first we take them. We, can take, we, we went in there and I've never had gym memberships. I, well, I've had them and I just never go. And um, I just was so, it just felt so good. It felt like home there um, and, and being connected. And, and a neighbor told me she had four kids that were, you know, six, six and under at one point. And she said, I would drop the kids off. I'd go take a shower and I'd sit and read a magazine. I don't even <laughs> think she used the gym, but she used mm -hmm. that, that community of just getting out and, I feel like you kind of are a safety net for a lot of women. I think so. I mean, the Y Play workers up there, they love those kids like they're their own. And I, when I give a tour, it's so funny. I say, you know, listen, you can get 40 hours of childcare a month, Yeah. <laughs> you know, for $78. Where else can you get that? And I was like, you don't ever have to work out. We yeah. have coffee ready for you. You can take a shower without anybody saying your name or yeah. crying. And I said, it's perfect. It's the perfect little getaway for two hours, you know, Yeah. to come in and come to the Y. But it's a strong community within our Y for yeah. sure. How do you think you have grown um, personally as in that CEO position? I think the great thing about being a CEO, and you know this, is it always pushes you out of your comfort zone. You can never get too comfortable without something new being, being presented to you. And so for me, it's really helped me continue to you know learn more things through accounting through leadership through um just putting your passion in your work and that was one of the great things about the why when i came is i had no idea i was going to love it like i do well and like you you've touched on a little bit that just your community impact mm -hmm. what what drives you to make sure that you are involved in the community because you guys you know like i said you've come to the power by her lunches you um i, th I think you've done habitat for humanity mm. before you do um the muddy mile that partners with highland rim mm. you guys you know you don't have to do those things we don't, but really, the gym and swim is what pays the bills. The heart of the YMCA is community outreach. 
it's getting in there, it's making sure that, you know, we have the cancer survivor program. So if you've ever been diagnosed with cancer, you can come in and you're gonna get a cancer specialist to work with who is personal trainer, who is specified for your cancer. They'll do all the research. If you're a breast cancer, they're pink ribbon certified. Um, and I think it's just meeting people where they are. And sometimes that's through fitness and sometimes that's just where you are in life. It has nothing to do with fitness. It's just that need of community. Well, and, and I, I think, especially in the women's community of business owners and, and go-getters, we forget that our physical health ties into so much more. <laughs> um, have you had personal stories or, you know, connections of women who it's like, I'm so glad that this has been an opportunity for them? I definitely think so. I think more than anything, we put ourselves last as women. It's just what we do. We're going to put everywhere, everyone before us. But if you're not putting, you know, filling your own cup, you're <laughs> definitely going to realize that you can't pour into others. And so whether that's sitting in the sauna, we have a, a, a what I call a powerhouse woman that comes to the Y in the mornings and she gets her workout in, but that sauna time's her favorite. And then for me, it's just it's more group fitness. Like I want to work out with people and laugh and carry on while we're working out. But I think to really take that time and, you know, was it um, Reese Witherspoon said, you know, <laughs> happy people don't kill people. <laughs> you got to work out and get those endorphins going to yeah. stay happy. But it really does help. It helps you be a better leader. Um, it helps me be a better leader at the Y, but also a better mom at home and a better wife. Well, and there's been times where I have in the past uh, almost eight years, um, where I have, you know, been in not the greatest place personally, and I've gone to the gym, and I've even kind of been like choking back tears because there's just so much going on, and it's like, but I know this is where I need to be right now. And, I and we try to be very purposeful in that, to set up the areas for that to happen, to set up the classes for that to happen, because that's what keeps you loyal somewhere. It's the people around you and the people that you connect with when you're there. Yeah. And I really think that that's what sets the YMCA gym part aside from everybody else in our community. For sure. I think that that's, you know, and, and that's what so many women. What are your statistics of men versus women? You know, uh, it's almost half and half. Really? So we stay very balanced in that area, which yeah. is kind of crazy. It, sometimes it'll be like, oh, 52 men, yeah. you know, yeah. like 48 women. And then sometimes it creeps the other way. So it's kind of yeah. kind of back and forth. But normally it's pretty split. That's, that's, that's awesome. Um, and so... During the pandemic, <laughs> you decided that maybe, uh, you know, the why wasn't taking as much of your time and you wanted to spread a little joy. Yes. Yeah, so um, it, I don't know if you guys experienced this, but everybody was pretty stressed out. And my husband and I were sitting around and he was like, you know, I just feel like we need to do something. And we um, recently had a friend, Hazel Dyer, who had gone through a cancer um, kind of journey and Happy to say she's through with that now, so that's great. But we wanted to do a drop-by parade for her because it's the middle of pandemic. It was her last everything there, and we wanted to really celebrate it. And I have a friend in Texas who is a sign gypsy, and she, you know, so I looked on the website. There's nobody in our area, and I was like, maybe this is how we bring a little bit of joy during this time. And so my husband and I started sign gypsies of the Upper Cumberland. And so at night, we're running around people's yard in the dark setting up signs. So, and, and you use this as a way to bring your whole family together. The we kids do. get on board with yes. you guys and do it together. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because I had no idea that this was you. I mean, I thought, oh, this is so cool. Look what's going around. Um, and then I, you you secretly did one for my daughter, and that's kind of how I found out 
found out. Yes, um, we've not really, I guess, announced that it's that it's us doing yeah. it, and um, we've kind of just let word of mouth get out there. And well, um, now, listen, yeah, now, now it's out. <laughs> yes, um, but it really is so much fun. We get to meet so many neat people, and then just to see something that brings joy to people's faces and gives them a little bit way to celebrate bigger. Well, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Right, and I think it's just it's an it's awesome. Like you said, during that time, it was just a stressful period for people, and to be able to kind of put a positive spin on the events that were going on in people's lives and, and make sure that the events weren't forgotten. So yes. I think that was a big thing is that people were still living their lives and going through, uh, yeah. you know, remissions of cancer or big birthdays or job promotions and they were still going through these things and then they didn't get to, you know, celebrate those it's, things. It's funny because we have one neighborhood that they were like, everyone honked the horn that day and waved to them, you know, and they're like, normally they don't do that in that yeah. neighborhood. And I was like, oh, that's great. So it just bought, just brought a little bit of recognition and let, uh, let us still celebrate things in yeah. the pandemic. Well, and so do you think that, that you're going to continue that on? That's Yeah, my hope is is that, you know, my kids will start doing more with it. My daughter's 17 now, so hopefully now that she's, you know, driving and all over the place, that yeah. she and my son will start doing them. Hopefully her and her friends don't get in any, like, what are these teenagers on my porch? <laughs> Seriously, I'm always like, you know, living in our area, I'm like, oh gosh, hopefully yeah. people know we're supposed to be here. Let me text to make yeah. sure this is the right house. <laughs> I'm always like, we're here. And they're, and you know, normally somebody will turn the light on or something, but it's like, yeah. we're just out there in, in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> putting signs in people's yard. Um, so what do you think the five-year plan five ten years of the the YMCA is going to be for you I mean you've been there for in this position for seven years now mm -hmm. do you anticipate that this is kind of your career path is are you sticking around I, I do I'm actually really happy with where I am in my career right now I actually do a shared service role with the YMCA of Knoxville they're without a CFO and so I kind of help fill wow. that role for them as well and then I'm the chair of the St Tennessee State Alliance which is all 14 associations in Tennessee we have you know, a group that we work together with, and I'm the chair of that for this year and next year. And really for me, for the why, I think it's growth and expansion. It's continuing to serve and our community's growing, so our why needs to grow and looking at new communities that need, need whys. And so, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah, that's very exciting. I think that's the growth is of entrepreneurship is just that's the really exciting part. Yeah. It really is. So um, how can people get in touch with you, Mandy, or the YMCA if they want to either one okay so on i'm on instagram and it's at mandy Perhe, so it's super easy and for the ymca it's at pcf ymca and facebook just search putnam county Fun so family YMCA. pcf is putnam county family ymca yes. Yes. um and that's where you're at um Facebook. Yes. Um, and people could call or they could come by for a tour if they yes. wanted to um, and check out all the services that you have group fitness classes, childcare, sauna, pool, gym, soccer, swim lessons, soccer. Yep. Oh, gosh. I There's so many things <laughs> I forget. Um, I appreciate having you on today. I appreciate all the, the support that you've had for the women's community mm -hmm. and the heart that you have for, for serving, you know, the women of the Upper Cumberland is just great. I love, I love what you're doing. Well, thanks for lifting us all up. You make us look good. Aw, thanks, <laughs> Mandy. Confetti, coffee, and community. Need I say more? I am so excited to be celebrating my dear friend, empowered by her previous guest, Amber Zardcourt, and launching her second Fill Your Cup conference, a one-day conference for passionate, career-driven women to pause, pour into yourself, and begin overflowing in every aspect of your life. This year hosted at the Monarch in Baxter, Tennessee on September 20th, 2021. It's going to be such a life-giving event. Use our promo code PBH10 to grab your ticket today.